All right, we're back. Vinyl on Chrome. I'm Dylan Stone. Now, in an interview with Tommy James, he had explained, originally, we did this track without a song. And the idea was to create a party record. In 1968, that was pretty much of a throwback to the early 60s. Nobody was making party rock records in 68. Those big drum Californian, the sun sing what I want money type songs. And so I wanted to do a party record. And we went in the studio and pasted this thing together, drums here and a guitar riff there. It was called Sound Surgery. And we finally put it together in probably a month. We had most of the words to the song, but still had no title. And it was driving us nuts because we were looking for something like Sloopy or some crazy name. And it had to be two-syllable girl's name that was memorable and still silly and yet stupid sounding. So we knew what kind of word we had. It's just everything we came up with sounded so bad. So Richie Cordell, my songwriting partner and I, are up in my apartment at 888 8th Avenue in New York. And finally we get disgusted and throw our guitars down. We go out on the terrace, light up a cigarette, and we look up in the sky. And the first thing that falls in our eyes is the Mutual of New York Insurance Company, M-O-N-Y. True story. With the dollar sign still in the middle of the O. And it gave you the time and temperature. That's your inspiration. Now, this was a number one hit for Billy Idol in 1987, and it brought the song to a new generation who had never heard the original. Now, when Billy Idol released his version, it became popular with kids to shout out some profanities during the instrumental break in the chorus. Anyone who went to prom can pretty much verify this, although the origin of the chant still remains a mystery. Here's Billy Idol, Monty Monty, Final on Chrome.
can be hard enough to stay ahead of the bills when things are going well, but unexpected events and costs can quickly change your situation. The bills just pile up, and it's hard to see clearly. Allen Marshall and Associates are regulated by the federal government and can work with you and your creditors to make things manageable. There is no cost for a consultation, and you may feel much better simply knowing your options. Every situation is different. Contact us today at wecanhelp.ca. Okay, now, just so you know, a bag is slang way for doing something or a kind of lifestyle. It was a popular saying in the 60s, especially among musicians, who wouldn't describe songs as being in the R&B bag or in the doo-wop bag. In this song, James Brown sings about coming up with a new bag, meaning a completely different way of approaching music. Inspired by what he heard in church, he punctuated the music on the downbeat, creating his brand new bag. In March of 1965, after a legal battle with King Records, Brown agreed to a new contract with higher royalty rate than previously agreed, plus Brown's own publishing company and complete artistic control. Brown then promptly went into a Charlotte, North Carolina studio and cut Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Right now, here is James Brown, the godfather of soul. Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Vinyl on Chrome. Okay, now this was the fourth and final single from the album Like a Virgin, and the song helped establish Madonna as a sex symbol and fashion icon. With lyrics about velvet kisses and the silky touch of my caresses, it was a harmless, coy, radio-friendly single package nicely by Nile Rodgers, who also played the guitar solo. Despite rather being benign in lyrical content, the Parents Music Resource Center named this as one of their filthy 15 songs with objectionable content. The PMRC was an organization formed by the wives of some powerful U.S. politicians in 1985 who led an effort to put labels on music that is sold with sexual or violent content. 
Madonna in particular was a target for one of the founders of the group, Susan Baker, who was married to Secretary Treasurer James Baker. She was aghast when her seven-year-old daughter asked her what a virgin was after listening to Like a Virgin, which prompted Baker to take action. Oh well, I won't even make a comment. I'm not going to get into it. Here's Madonna. This is called Dress You Up. Vinyl on Chrome.
Hi, I'm Scott, Marketing and Media Manager for Superlative Studios. Are you a business owner looking to reach local, national, or even international customers? If so, consider sponsoring Vinyl on Chrome. Radio advertising is one of the most successful forms of advertising for reaching customers. Contact me today at 506-608-2456 or at superlativeradio at gmail.com or via our website, superlativestudios.net to see how we can help you achieve your goals. Now, this next song evolved out of Ida Red, a hillbilly song by Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys from the early 50s. Chuck Berry heard that song on country radio on station KMOX in St. Louis, but he didn't know who recorded it. Reworking the song into a tune he called Ida May, Berry performed the song around St. Louis with his group, the Johnny Johnson Trio. Barry never had recorded, but when he went to Chicago to see Muddy Waters perform, he stayed in town to pitch himself to Leonard Chess of Chess Records, who asked him to come back next week with some original songs. Barry returned with his bandmates Johnny Johnson and Eddie Hardy and a demo reel of four songs, including Ida May. That's the one Leonard Chess liked the best, but he asked Barry to change it so there wouldn't be any confusion with Ida Red and to fend off any copyright claims. Barry changed the lyrics, turning it into a song about fast cars, and one, which was, by the way, one of his favorite topics. And it was one of the first songs the band recorded, and of course, it proved to be a challenge. They recorded it 36 takes. Some get there and some don't. Here's Chuck Berry. It's called Maybelline. Final on Chrome. Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline, why can't you be true? Can't you be true? You done started back doing the thing, do you? 